Oh. Oh my word. Is that the time? I'm running late. It's Travel Podcast O'Clock! Yes, that's right, folks. As the very amusing skit with some excellent voice acting from yours truly before the theme tune kicked in as informed you, it's time for episode nine of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. Cheers to everyone who's been tuning in, by the way. I know it's a tall order to get you to take time out of your busy weeks to listen me ramble on, in particular when there are thousands of more professional podcasts out there. And I'm not exaggerating either. Literally thousands. Shout out to Adam and Anthula who have been tuning in whilst they've been on their own trip in India. Some of you may know Adam from the Two Beers Show podcast, a podcast where two men drink beer and talk about celebrities they've spotted. Anyway, Adam has reviewed my podcast. He said, Very good podcast, Chris. Lovely audio nuggets. But what's up with your voice, by the way? Your accent is f***ed. Well, Adam or Mr. Pottymouth, as I shall now call you. My accent is a veritable melting pot of influences. Born in Essex, Mancunian mother, lived in France and Sheffield. But I, for one, celebrate diversity. We can't all be pure breeds like you, Adam. Anyway, thanks for the support, mate. I appreciate it a lot. Now it's time for my final Vietnamese podcast, Phu Cock. Well then, the island of Phu Cock. Oh my. Phu Cock is well known for its sandy white beaches, snorkeling spots, and also its prison, originally built by French colonists. It's where captured North Vietnamese and Viet Cong prisoners were locked up during the war, and furthermore tortured using some extremely brutal methods. I realised that over the last four weeks, I've been mentioning the Vietnam War quite a lot in this podcast, without too much background information. For those who don't know too much about the subject at hand, here's a quick summary, Chris Arnold Travel Podcast style. In 1994, Vietnam was split into two states, the communist North Vietnam, led by Ho Chi Minh and backed by Russia and China, and South Vietnam, backed by the US, France and other non-communist allies. In addition, there was also the Viet Cong, a fraction of North Vietnamese allies based in the South. These were the guys living in the tunnels, utilising guerrilla warfare, working by night, etc. Eventually the North won, and Vietnam became an independent state in 1975. Thank you. But some of the facts I've learned on this trip are astounding. All in all, 2 million Vietnamese civilians were killed in the Vietnam War, and 35% of the Vietnamese people killed by the Americans were in fact American allies. Such was the inability of the troops to distinguish who they were supposed to protect or kill, coupled with the inaccuracy of the bombs and chemicals that were dropped all over the country. Vietnam is still very much recovering from the war. Bomb and chemical cleanup operations are still continuing to this day, but undoubtedly the country is in a much happier place, and have the 8th most rapidly growing economy in the world. Like many parts of Vietnam, and in fact many parts of the world, Phu Cock does have an issue with litter, and in particular containing litter. Many parts of the roads and even beaches are covered in mismanaged waste. In fact, a study in 2015 found that Vietnam was responsible for 1.8 million tonnes of plastic ocean waste, the fourth worst country in the world, with Philippines and Indonesia faring slightly worse, and our pals in China topping the charts with a whopping 8.8 million tonnes. Sure, you can reel off stats, Chris, but what's the answer? Well, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm just a travel podcast host, who always puts his rubbish in the bin, by the way. But better education of the matter at hand, perhaps? Better waste management? Better infrastructure? Vietnam is clearly developing rapidly as a country, and creating waste quicker than it can contain it. But then again, the US Army dropped 7 million tonnes of bombs on the country, and they haven't sent out a litter-picking platoon to clear up the mess yet. (sighs) 
I feel like I've gone off on a bit of a bleak tangent for my final Vietnamese podcast. So to ramp it back up before I finish, I now present to you my top five Vietnamese quirks that I have enjoyed whilst being in Vietnam. At number five, it's the tasty sea-based vegetable known as Morning Glory. Called such because it rises to the top of the sea in the morning. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Yes, all right, fellas. Coming in at number four, it's the sound of the frantically loud crickets they have in Vietnam. Like an electric drill. At number three, it's Vietnamese women doing workouts in the local parks, always accompanied by some banging tunes. You go, girls. Just missing the top spot at number two, it's the climate. I very much enjoyed how you can be sitting in the roasting sun one minute, then the next minute starts to rain. But not just a light shower, we're talking full-scale tropical storm. And in at number one, it's bad karaoke. <laughs> Truly terrible, but what a great backing track that is. Thanks for listening to the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast, folks. Next week is episode 10, which is very exciting. Who would have thought that I'd reached double figures? Certainly not me. All music by Bison. Apart from that karaoke track, they can't take credit for that. You all take care now. Bye-bye. <laughs>